good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to today's Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting services, and now business technology strategy consulting and implementation services. Today, I'm honored to introduce Allie Turner. Allie is a marketing expert specializing in small business growth, expansion, and branding. An account executive at Comcast Spotlight for over two years, she works with local businesses of all sizes to customize multi-screen, geo-targeted video campaigns on popular networks like ESPN and HGTV. Prior to Comcast Spotlight, Allie was a fashion account executive at TheKnot.com, the world's number one wedding website and brand for eight years. She has been in the top 10% of the sales force throughout her career and has a passion for helping her clients grow and succeed in the marketplace. Allie, Allie began her career as an account executive and editorial contributor at I Do for Brides Magazines, where she wrote articles showcasing weddings and wedding destinations. Educationally, Allie possesses Bachelor of Arts degrees in Communication Studies and English from Furman University and co-host of Strategic Insights Radio, David Wilkins. David comes to Sterling Rose Con- Consulting Corp. from a long and distinguished business and entrepreneurial career working with companies such as Whitridge Associates, IBM, EY, PricewaterhouseCoopers, among others. Today's Strategic Insights Radio will discuss television, advertising, and branding programs. Dave, take it away. Thank you, Trey, and thank you and welcome, Allie, for, uh, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Great. So let's get started with probably the most obvious question, which is, you know, everybody's sort of Comcast. Yes, of course. But who is Comcast Spotlight? What's the difference? So Comcast Spotlight is the advertising division of Comcast. So what I mean by that is we represent over 40 cable networks locally here in Atlanta. So networks like HGTV, ESPN, Fox News, CNN, we're able to give local businesses in Atlanta access to these national networks. So that means, for instance, you could advertise on ESPN and Roswell only or the areas of Atlanta that make sense for your business. Um, And in addition to that traditional TV, we also offer multi-screen offerings. So when people are watching TV on their phones, iPads, computers, um, commercials can be seen there as well. Great, great. Now, according to uh, MarketShare, you know, their analysts have found that TV advertising effectiveness has remained steady in about since 2009 and it still outperforms digital and offline channels by driving key performance metrics like sales and new accounts. In the same market share report, they analyzed that advertising performance across industries and market outlets like television, online display, displays, paid search, print, and all the others, including radio advertising, uh, and they found that TV still has the highest ef- uh, efficiency at achieving the key performance indicators like sales and new accounts. And when comparing performance at similar spending levels, TV averages four times the sales lift of digital. They're also saying that uh, TV has maintained its effectiveness at driving advertising KPIs or key performance indicators over the last five years. In that study, using the data from a luxury automaker, TV was the only medium to maintain its effectiveness, which is about a one one and a half percent decrease over five years, while the other advertising media, both online and offline, declined by more than 10%, which is actually a pretty large drop. 
TV marketers can optimize their spending by leveraging data sources, including high-frequency consumer interactions like website visits, inbound calls, uh, to improve TV advertising performance. So how does your experience uh, relate to, to what, uh, what, uh, what they're saying in, in their studies? Yeah, so Dave clearly did his research. So all of that to say TV rules still. <laughs> Um, and yes, of course, I mean, I, I agree with all of that. And to sort of simplify, you know, TV is made to really enhance other things you may be doing online, other marketing that you're doing. You know, that video appeals to sight, sound, emotion, um, and it really drives online search. You see something on TV that's interesting. The first thing you do is pick up your phone and research it. Um, so yes, I, of course, I agree with all that. I know a lot of people listening to this program are small business people and they're thinking, yeah. you know, TV is just, well, that's way, ex way too expensive, mm -hmm. way out of my, mm -hmm. my budget and uh, something I could never possibly do. But I can actually attest uh, and for sake of full disclosure to everybody, folks, I've worked with Allie before <laughs> in a prior business and she was actually the, uh, I would call her the producer for our, <laughs> our TV commercials, which we did. And uh, it turned out to be a great time, a lot of fun. It's not very expensive, as mm -hmm. as Alec will like, let you go to yeah. explain that. But it was uh, it was really a great experience. Yes, Dave did a great job. He actually starred in his commercial, which we love when a local business owner, you know, is the face of the brand and in the commercial. And he did everything in one take. I was so impressed. It was amazing. But you're absolutely right. People hear a commercial on ESPN that's got to be so expensive. Um, but what we're able to do is really take a look at where your business is in the city, who really is your demographic, who are the people that you're wanting to reach, and then design a, a TV and video campaign around that. Yeah, you know, we we hear a lot about branding, and I mentioned earlier, you know, what what does that branding really mean, and how can a small company really develop a brand? So I like to think of your brand as you know your company's character, so to speak. So that really starts internally. So who are you as a company? Decide that first. Um, that has to do with, you know, how you treat your employees. And then, of course, how you treat your customers when they pick up the phone and they call you. So, you know, first master that process, kind of know who you are as a brand and how you treat your customers. And then you take that brand out to the marketplace. So really, you know, the best way to develop a brand is to be consistent over time, you know, be seen with that same consistent message. So when people are a potential customer is in the market for your product, you're top of mind and they think of you first. Um, and then, of course, when that customer does come to you and they have that experience, that's all about them learning about your brand and people that have a good experience um, are very, very likely to go and tell friends and talk about it. So. You know, have to, it's a, your brand is something you have to be aware of all the time, working on all the time, and really, you know, being consistent with. Um, and one thing I just always like to point out is that you cannot brand yourself on Google or with a Google search. Can you pay to be at the top when someone searches? Yes, you can. But once all of those options are listed, if I haven't heard of you before, then there's really nothing there to differentiate you from your competitors. But if I've heard of you, you know, that human nature is to go with whatever's most familiar. So if they've heard of you by the time they get to Google and they're searching, you know, more than likely you win that lead or you win that click in the end. So really what you're saying is that the branding is and how TV can help us build that awareness so that when, pe when people, you know, your target market Absolutely. Rec recognizes you more, more, um, 
easily yep. when they see you elsewhere. Yeah, that's exactly right. So when you think about your advertising, I, I think about it in two different sort of buckets. You've got transactional advertising and you've got relational advertising. So transactional being when you're trying to capture, it's like called the unicorn, right? That person that's perfectly in the market for the product that you're selling. And what can happen is competitors, you know, your competitors, you, you fight to grab that that person who's perfectly in the market. And it's fine to spend some money there in that transactional space. But the companies that invest in relational advertising, so introducing themselves to the marketplace before people are in market for that product, really in the end, you know, end up winning. And that's a huge advantage of TV. You know, seeing your name, seeing that video over and over again. So when, you know, I need a new roof, I think of that, I think of that company that I've seen on TV before. Yeah, I, I can relate to that because I remember being in, you know, even now being mm-hmm. in different places and people will come up to me and say, I remember seeing you on your commercial. Yeah, that's exactly right. And one example or story I like to tell that the one day in Atlanta, it was one degrees. Um, our furnace broke. Yay. You know, so it's a freezing cold. So I immediately when something like that happens, you do not turn on the TV and wait for, a, <laughs> you know, a commercial to come on and write a number down. No, of course, you jump online and you you know, I just typed in reliable. So reliable heating and air is a big client of ours. If you're in Atlanta, I'm sure you've heard of them. They've done a fantastic job of branding themselves. So I type in reliable and believe it or not, their competitors are buying that name. That's how well they've branded themselves. So I accidentally clicked on the wrong thing. The second I realized it wasn't what I was looking for, I came back, went down, clicked on reliable and contacted them. So, I mean, that's like a true testament to someone that has such a strong brand that, you know, you're searching them by name and you're going after, you know, what you're looking for. What do your most successful and profitable clients do when it comes to advertising? You know, I talked about this a little bit, but they have a diversified marketing plan. And over time, they move more and more of their marketing budget to that relational type of advertising. You know, the other thing, too, is that they're very, very consistent. When you're advertising in that relational space where you're wanting to remain relevant and remain top of mind, you have to be consistent. Even businesses that are seasonal, you know, we see something maybe in May and then we don't need it until January. But if we have heard of it before and, and the clients are consistent, then, you know, that affects snowballs and they get more and more business over time. You, you mentioned a, a diverse, diverse approach mm-hmm. to it. How do, you, how do you define diverse and what, what, what makes that up? So it's all, it's all important, right? It all has to, to work together. So it's important to not put all of your eggs in one basket. You cannot advertise only on Facebook or just rely on social media only. I would say the same thing about TV. You can't only rely on TV. Different types of advertising are meant to do different things. So it's very important to have a balance and be consistent, you know, across really all all boards and and always be thinking about how your brand is appearing through those different media. Is it true that premium online video and broadcasts and cable networks outperform video content from other publishers? I can speak to our digital video. And all I mean when I say digital video is your commercial being seen anywhere other than a traditional TV screen. So an iPhone, an iPad, um, a desktop. And I know in my house, you know, at the end of the day, I'm with my husband, we're watching TV, the TV's on, I've got my phone in his hand, in my hand, and he has his laptop. So there are three screens and there's two people. So this is a trend that we're seeing 
you know, people are consuming media and watching TV and watching video on all screens. So it's important that your commercials not only on traditional TV, but on those other screens. So that's what Comcast Spotlight offers. So when people are watching a recipe on foodnetwork.com or they're watching that Walking Dead episode that they DVR'd and they're watching it through the Xfinity to go app, your commercial can be seen there as well. So you really be able to you know, have it in virtually any of your digital media absolutely. as well as uh, as well as seeing it over the uh, yeah absolutely the, the TV. And a great example, I was at the office. Hopefully, you know, my manager's not listening, but I looked up from my desk, and I could see three people watching the Olympics this week, like mm-hmm. just on their desktops, either streaming live or you know on the network website. So, you know, without a doubt, people are watching video on their phones. And on their desktops. Hopefully not at work. Hopefully we won't get in trouble for that. We're just being good Americans, you know, keeping up with the Olympics. Sports has a way of doing that, that's for sure. It absolutely does. Well, with that, let's take a quick break. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Hi, this is uh, Dave Wilkins with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. And today we're speaking with Allie Turner from Comcast Spotlight. And, you know, we were just talking about uh, sports and the Olympics and all that. And, you know, one of the... uh, one of the things I've seen on the news a lot lately, uh, uh, since uh, since the opening ceremonies, is the the commentaries have been going back and forth about uh, how many commercials that are mm-hmm. being shown, and people are saying that uh, you know I'm, I would t- I tuned into my uh, t- uh, commercials, and then every once in a while I see a little bit of a break for Olympics. <laughs> well, it's funny because last night I was watching. Um, women swimming. And there were, I mean, it literally was like half an hour without a commercial break. So it's all about perception. Um, It's amazing just how all of that has to be organized because you have so many events going on. They're all different lengths of time. You obviously can't come to commercial break during, you know, a really important event. So in some cases, you know, there's longer breaks, in some cases shorter. But actually, that's, I think, a misconception. And the other great thing now is you can watch the Olympics like we were talking about, you know, on TV, on the Xfinity to go app. I mean, there's so many different ways to keep up with what's going on, which is so awesome. You know, there has been seems over the years of the perception of advertising, you know, TV commercials mm-hmm. and all that is, mm-hmm. is is being kind of a, a negative thing. But mm-hmm. in, in reality, I mean, my experience has been it's not it's been very it's was effective for us. And mm-hmm. how does how does the general uh, business community that you're working your your accounts? Uh, what are they? How do they find it working? Well, video is so appealing because, again, it's appealing to that sight sound emotion. There's there's no other media that can do that. I mean, that's why we're obsessed with watching videos and TV and movies all of the time. So, I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. Does anyone like a commercial where someone is yelling at you? No, that is annoying. So what I'm advising my clients, it's like, let's think about like, this is you presenting your brand to the general public. Who are you? Who do you want to be? You know, what's the relevant message here? And let's make a commercial that is truly reflective of who you are that's going to brand you in the right way so that people, when people are ready 
for your type of service, they think of you. You know, so you do have to be strategic. You you want a good commercial, not one that's annoying because typically people watch TV when they're in their home. So, you know, as a business, you've got this amazing, unique opportunity to speak to directly to someone when they're sitting on their couch. I mean, that's pretty awesome. You know, that's as as personal as it gets. So you just want to put a lot of thought into, you know, the type of commercial that that you're putting out there. So, you know, speaking of that, what's what's the, you know, for a small business, what's mm-hmm. the typical amount of time that it takes to 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 go through the process from saying, uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe a TV commercial might be something I'm mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. How what's the whole process you go through to do that? So at Comcast Spotlight, we have and different clients do different things, of course. Some have commercials ready to go or they use an outside agency, but we do have an in-house production company that is available to us, um, that we work directly closely with producers to map out the commercial and get it shot. So typically, of course, it depends on the type of commercial you have. But I mean, we can have a commercial done in about a month or so. I mean, sometimes shorter, depending on, you know, of course, what we're doing and where we're shooting and do you need actors or, you know, is the business owner going to be the spokesperson? So it really just depends. But it is actually a lot more simple than you know, than you might think. I know you think about making a commercial and it it's overwhelming, but that's what here we're here for, you know, to walk our clients through that process to really think about the best possible commercial to represent their business. Yeah, because I think back on it now when we did it was uh, we decided it was going to be two commercials, both mm-hmm. of them 30 seconds and and then work through the yeah, the script and all the and details, what the messaging we wanted to get uh, the, and wrote out the scripts and then uh arranged for the site that we were going to actually shoot it. And then that when we, everything was ready to go, we decided to rewrite the whole script uh, just before we, uh, we shot it. We don't always recommend that, but (laughs) if we need to, we can. It did. And it worked out great though. It did. It looked great. Your commercial looked awesome. So yeah, it doesn't. So those, those folks out there thinking about it, you know, it really is not that difficult to do and it's not as intimidating. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it, I I found it to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you were great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So what are the advantages? I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about it, but I think you know, just uh, really, really focusing mm-hmm. in on, you know, comparing, comparing advertising on TV uh, and, and video mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. with all the others. I mean, the biggest thing, well, with Comcast Spotlight, I mentioned before, but we have a zoned approach. So that means that we basically have, you know, the city of Atlanta broken into over 40 different zones. So we're able to geo-target certain areas of the city that are relevant for a company's, you know, business. So that can be just, it cuts waste. It's so much more efficient. And then, you know, we find that area and then we choose the, the relevant networks. So let's say, you know, you're wanting to reach women in their 50s. So then we put you on HGTV, you know, Food Network, those types of networks. But I mean, in general, that advertising on TV is really going to drive traffic online. I'm a girl in my 30s, so I love Fabletics. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. It's Kate Hudson's new line of activewear. And perfect example, I saw they did a giant you know, TV campaign. I saw the commercial, I picked up my phone and searched. So your TV campaign and your video campaign will drive online search and drive people to your website, which ultimately we know when people are ready to shop and buy, they go online. So let's do everything we can to drive people online. So it again comes back to that whole idea of the branding recognition. Absolutely. So that when you see those sites or the the, yep. the various sites that come up when you when you Google it, yep. 
you say, oh, I recognize them. Yeah. And I just did worked on um, a recap for a, a larger client of ours. And we mapped out their branded search by month. So branded search being people going in to Google, typing in their business name specifically. And then over top of that, we did a graph of their monthly spend budget with Spotlight. And there is a direct correlation between branded search and what they're spending on TV. So it was just like, you know, black and white proof right in front of my eyes, right? That the more that you're investing in relational advertising and video and TV, the more people are going online and searching for you by name. Okay. I'm sure there, there are situations but uh, that where people have think they know what their market is and, <laughs> and, and you know, are, are targeting that, but maybe they really don't have a good... Uh, a good handle on it, or at least they don't, they yeah. don't know as much as they think they know. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the, you know, what are the most successful people doing? That's, that's so true. Like one of the first things before we even start putting together a marketing plan, like let's really figure out who your customer is, you know, like the people that are calling in, are they men? Are they women? What's the age? And I, t I told Dave this example earlier, but um, I had a client one time who owned um, a bridal salon and this guy was in his like late 60s, early 70s, probably. But he's selling dresses to girls in their 20s and 30s. And he wanted to advertise everywhere that he consumes media. So like on Fox News, and I'm like, no, you know, like we need to advertise to brides. That's who you're selling to. Like know who your, you know, know who your potential customer is. And sometimes, you know, widen your horizon a little bit. It could be people that you're not thinking of. And just because, you know, you love to watch The Walking Dead, you know, doesn't mean necessarily that they do. So that's a super important part of building a good marketing plan is knowing who your customer, who your potential customer is. And how do you help them to define that? So, you know, as I mean, this is something that I think a business can do, of course, on their own. You know, who is calling in? Like, start paying attention to the type of customer that is coming in. That's a great way to start building that research. Um, and then, you know, build it from there. Also, I mean, Comcast, we have access to an amazing research department. They're fantastic. So when I'm dealing with a certain type of business, um, I can go to them and say, you know, let's pull some information and research on this type of business and who their ideal customer is. We have great insights. Okay, great. What's the difference between paid search and branded search? And why should a local business really care? Yeah, so I talked about this a little bit already, um, but paid search is paid search. So you're paying, you're paying Google to for either AdWords or to come up at the top of the page. And then branded or organic search would be when someone searches you by name um, branded is when someone searches you by name, actually types in, you know, your business name to Google, or maybe they're just generally looking for a roofer again, and they Google roofers Atlanta, and then you come up as an option. They think, oh, I've heard of that before, and they click on you. So that's organic. So it's important because you do not have to pay for branded search, right? That's it's, true. You don't. It's free. Branded search is free, and then paid search is paid. So. Also, when someone is typing in your business name, that's a real indicator. That's a, a buying signal. If they're typing in your name, they already know you. They're searching for you. More than likely, that's going to convert over to a sale. I think when businesses start out and they're brand new, it makes sense, of course, to pay for leads. Like you've got to get business in the door, right? Right. 
And then once you've done that, though, it is so important to start the transition over to focusing on branding and increasing your branded search and that organic search. Because when you look at where your leads are coming from, usually, you know, about 50% should be repeat and referral. So a new business may not have repeat yet, you know, but once you've been in business a while, that 50%, that chunk should really be referrals and repeat business. And then truly, I mean, after that, you're looking at you want at least 40% to be branded search or people knowing you, and then maybe about 10% paid. Because if you get in the trap of paying for leads over time, all they do is get more and more and more expensive. So just be, you know, be wary of that. And that's how you really can measure things is are people, do people out there know me by name? Or are they searching me by name? Well, and that leads to a really good question because it's, you know, that's the, the, the challenge with any, any money spent on marketing. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> the old story is, you know, um, there's 50% and, uh, you know, I know what 50% is going and I don't know where the other where 50% is, right, right. but I don't know which 50% is getting me any money or make it, make, <laughs> give it us any return. So how do you really assess the, 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 the value, the return right. on the investment? Right. The age old question, how do I know if my advertising is working? Exactly. And I will go crazy if I hear a client say, no one said they saw my commercial. So when, when people ask me that, I say, um, I sell TV advertising for a living. It like keeps my lights on. And I have never once gone into any business ever and said, hi, I'm here because I saw your TV commercial, right? Like people just don't do that. Have you ever done that? I mean, no. occasionally it's great if the business owner is in the commercial and you're recognized, then yes, people may mention it. And we love it, love it, love it when that happens. But to really track your advertising, you have to understand natural consumer behavior and know what to look for. And then also know what different advertising is meant to do. You know, TV is meant to drive online search. And so it's incredibly important to know how to really analyze and look at your Google Analytics. You know, how much are you paying for and how much is coming to you for free or organically? I mean, and then also really, if you have that diversified marketing plan and at the end of the year, you are growing and sales are increasing, it is working. It's really hard to pin down. I know with TV, because you can't click on a TV ad, but where we see the response is that branded search, just knowing that people in the market are aware of you know what your business is. Yeah. And, and ultimately, it's asking the, your customers yeah. where they, uh, how they heard about you. Right. So that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because it. I encourage all of my clients, yes, ask people where they heard about you. But again, like that natural kind of consumer, you know, behavior is to mention the last place that they saw you. And the last place they're going to see you is online. So they could see the commercial, you know, jump online, call, where'd you find me online? So yes, do ask, but just keep in mind that it's not always completely reliable. Back everything up, you know, by knowing where your online traffic is coming from, you know, just as a reinforcement. Great. Well, this is this has been really super. And Allie, uh, tell us a little bit more about how we can uh, get a hold of you. And uh, and obviously, there, we'll have people listening out elsewhere, uh, you know, in the country and world. Oh, uh, that's awesome! This is and, national. Oh, gosh, oh, yeah. I just got nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm in Atlanta, and yeah, of course, if if you're a local Atlanta business, I'd love to talk with you. Um, and my cell phone number. Can I give that out? Sure. All right, cool. It's 404-877-8065. Allie Turner. And then um, 
for people in other parts of the country, you can just go to ComcastSpotlight.com, put in your city or zip code, and it will pull a local rep in your area. Um, But if you can't find that, of course, feel free to reach out to me as well, and I can point you in the right direction. Super. Well, thank you very much, Allie. It's been a real real pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, David. And thank you, Allie. This was Strategic Insights Radio discussing branding, television, and online advertising. For more information about Allie Turner and Comcast Spotlight, please call 404-877-8065 or email at Allie underscore Turner at cable.comcast.com. And for more information about David Wilkins, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp, contact Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 or visit www.sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com.